Hey y'all, I'm C.G. Townsend, your host of the Being Balanced Podcast, a space full of ways to help you stop the glorification of busyness. We're talking aha moments, must-have resources, real-life wins, and small shifts that lead to incredible impact. So before we dive deep into our conversation with Dana Moody, I just want to give you guys a little bit of background. So I have been thinking nonstop about those that are actually not able to work from home. There has been a lot of emphasis on the community that was able to uproot their entire professional lives and careers from their offices and to take them home. And I think that the people that have not been able to do that have been a bit forgotten. Um, A lot of the tips and resources and ways to prioritize wellness are just not really geared toward those people. And that was a little concerning to me. So I wanted to bring in a thought leader and subject matter expert um, that could kind of talk to us a little bit about that. And Dana is the perfect fit. Um, She has over 20 years of experience in beverage sales and marketing. Um, and she was with the same organization for that 20 years, so deeply rooted and embedded in the industry. And she's recently moved on to start her own company, the Dana Michelle Strategy and Consulting Company, and her goal is to help people and organizations be successful, which I love. Um, I mean, what better way to wake up every day and contribute to society than to have the goal of people being successful? So I am really excited for you guys to hear a little bit more from Dana. Um, She shares some invaluable tips um, and resources as to how people that are in the service industry and restaurant and hospitality space can really define their balance um, and prioritize on their wellness during this very interesting season that we're living in right now. So let's dive right on in. I am here today with another phenomenal woman doing amazing things and also navigating being balanced. Um, That's what we're here for, right? So let's get right into it. I'd like to introduce you to Dana Moody. And Dana, just tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Well, first, uh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited and just honored to be here speaking with you. Um, So I am Dana Moody. I am a business owner. I own Dana Michelle Strategy in Consulting. Um, And then on top of that, I'm also a wife, a stepmom, a Christian, and a rescue puppy mom. Um, And I'm very uh, passionate about helping people and making the world a better place. So both professionally and uh, personally. So my husband and I support a lot of uh, charities that are very close to our hearts. And then I am an ambassador for both CORE, which is the children of restaurant employees, and then Helpful Hands in East Orlando. Wow, you have a full plate. I mean, I'm so curious now to know how you pour into yourself so that you can continue to pour into the causes that matter most to you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, one, I'm very blessed to have such a strong support system. Um, So my family and friends, um, you know, we, my husband, my parents, 
Um, you know, they uh, have been so supportive uh, of my career, but then also of all of my passion projects <laughs> that I love to do. Uh, so that's uh, first and foremost. And then also I just, I do take time. Um, being active is super important to me. So uh, walking the dog, uh, you know, we do five to 10 miles a day walking. Um, I usually do an hour Zoom workout class. Uh, so me just staying active really helps me focus and, and stay balanced. Yeah, that's good. And I mean, you dropped my favorite word, balance. Um, <laughs> so t tell us, how do you define balance? Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> say probably until this year, I had no idea what that meant. Uh, but then, you know, we all have experiences and things that, that just change the way that we think and see things. And even before COVID, I took time to really reprioritize um, my life and what I was focusing on. I mean, I was running 100 miles an hour, traveling three to five days a week. Um, I wasn't being healthy or good to myself and just always, you know, pushing, wanting to be the best, wanting to be perfect. And um, success does not equal busyness <laughs> or busyness mm. does not equal success. Mm -hmm. um, so I was exhausted. And so that's really when I would say at the beginning of this year, I said, okay, you know, I, I want to work. I want to have a career but I also want to be home for my family. And I also want to be healthy and taking care of myself. And I also want to have time to do, you know, the charity and the passion projects that I have and, and be contributing to our community. Yeah. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's that moment when you realize the also and, you know, and, and identifying what's important to you and how you can do those things simultaneously like how can I be successful and have professional aspirations and be available you know for my family my friends the causes and everything I, I think that that is really the moment that can truly define your balance in your life in various seasons of your life you know, um, I have known you for years. It's funny because as I was thinking about this episode, I was like, wait, how long have I known Dana? And I mean, it's been like a decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I've always known you to be such a hard worker and just moving and shaking while always with a smile, so determined um, and just really inspiring in the way that you kind of move and navigate it in your career. And, you know, and forgive me, I should have paused. Yes, you're yes. welcome. Um, and how we landed in this space in having this conversation, I posted on Instagram, um, you know, hey, it was almost like a waving the white flag. Um, is there anybody out there that is able to kind of do life without a to-do list? Um, I am anchored to my freaking daily to-do list. I mean, I, I feel like I don't even know where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do if I don't look at that list. And I just wanted to know if people had been successful without having one and you raised your hand. And I will have to tell you, when I saw you raise your hand and I thought about what I know to be true about your work ethic, I was really surprised. So I just got to know more, you know, tell our listeners, how in the world are you so productive without having a to-do list? 
Yeah, I mean, so, well, one, I will say I do take notes during meetings. So if I'm working on a project, I do write down notes um, so that I can always go back and refer to them. But I do not keep a standard to-do list. I, um, when I go to bed at night, I kind of mentally go over everything I need to do the next morning. I'm definitely most productive early in the morning. Um, and, and then when I wake up, I just hit the ground running and then I go through that list again. So if it's, I need to, you know, pay the water bill and I need to empty the dishwasher and I, um, need to send this email or make this social media post, I just kind of always keep that running list in my head. Um, and I go through it again, like I said, before I go to sleep at night and then first thing in the morning and I try to knock out as much as I possibly can um, as early as possible. Yeah, I mean, goals, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, I strive to the day that I have white space in my head, I feel like to have that list there because sometimes I feel like when I write it down, um, it just becomes so much clutter, you know, like there, I just have, have post-it notes and paper and planners and notebooks and it's just stuff is all over the place. And so I found that when I have a running list in my head, it seems just a little bit more intentional. Um, and so my goodness, like, I just, I want to get there. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, tell us your ways. Oh, wise one. <laughs> and I do have to say, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go for it. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I do have to say that I do live by my calendar on Outlook. That is one thing mm. that I cannot um, live without is that I do schedule, you know, myself pretty tightly throughout the day. So I do have to live by the, the calendar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to-do list and my planner, my Outlook, my Google calendar, they're all in sync. They all <laughs> live, live together for sure. And so now when I think about all of the things that potentially are like going on in your head, because this season right now that we're living in has been um, interesting. It's been interesting for entrepreneurs. It's been interesting for the service industry and hospitality industry, which you have over 20 years of knowledge in that space. I would love to know, you know, what's on your mind right now? Like what's keeping you up at night? Yeah, I mean, it's been really hard watching the hospitality and restaurant industry that I love so much, just really getting crushed by COVID. Um, you know, I follow and, and read, you know, a bunch of industry experts and, you know, how many restaurants are closing that won't reopen and, you know, bars across the country really are still closed. And all of these entrepreneurs, these small business owners, these amazingly creative chefs and mixologists, you know, they're just crushed um, mm -hmm. right now. And it is really, really hard to, to watch. Um, but the industry is um, doing what they can to come together. Um, so there are quite a few resources that are, you know, out there for people that are being impacted. Um, there's things like CORE um, where they're issuing grants, you know, for children, uh, for those that have children that have been diagnosed or who have family members that have been diagnosed with COVID. 
Um, there's the restaurant relief fund. You know, there's a lot of things that are out there um, where the industry is trying to pull together and support each other. Um, but it's a lot. I mean, the restaurant industry, I believe, is the largest employer um, in the U.S. And so you just have so many people being affected right now. And it goes up the chain. It's, you know, it's the hostesses and the, the waiters and the back of house staff, but then it's also the beverage suppliers. Um, mm -hmm. And it's the big food and beverage directors for corporations, um, you know, in, in large franchise groups. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're just seeing everyone be impacted and it's definitely uh, been tough to watch for sure. Yeah. And, you know, even before, COVID um, and all of the change associated with what's happening, you know, across the world, even um, the service restaurant hospitality industry has always been work nonstop, move, 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 really late nights, you know, for the listeners out there that may be a part of that industry, what words of wisdom or thoughts might you have in helping them kind of define their balance and, move not only when we're in the middle of a global pandemic, but for the unforeseeable future, you know, like what tips could you share with them? Um, sure. I mean, I, you're, you're right. The, uh, this industry, it's about the hustle. Um, and it is, you know, all hours of, of the day and, and night. And I think it does take special people to work in the industry and mm. be successful um, because you don't need, you can't have like require much sleep. You just have to keep going. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that um, the industry does take a toll on lots of people and we, and we see it all the time. And I think with COVID impacting so many people, you had people again running 100 miles per hour and now all of a sudden they have to stop completely. Um, so I think it's really important for people to keep moving. Um, you, you know, don't spend all day sitting on your butt doing nothing because now you have all of this free time. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's important to walk and run and, and, and again, kind of focus on that self wellness piece of it and, and keep yourself going. Um, I also think uh, volunteering is really good. You know, giving back to your community and others will definitely feed your soul during this time. Um, so with kind of this newfound free time that people have, you know, they could be working in a food kitchen, um, you know, using their expertise to really benefit people that need it most right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just think the final, you know, kind of watch out with the, the hospitality industry is that there is a lot of drinking and partying that goes on in it. It's just kind of natural to that industry. Um, and it can be really easy to go down that path of substance abuse. Mm -hmm. um, especially when you're out of work um, or depressed and scared about what's going on. So I really want to encourage everyone to look out for each other, um, look out for the signs that people may be overindulging, you know, speak up and then definitely get help if you need it. You know, oh my gosh, so many great points, right? Um, and so when you, when you first mentioned Yes, it is a nonstop go, go, go industry. And now all of a sudden you're slowing down. It was very impromptu. You know, you didn't get a lot of time to think about it and it was forced. And there are so many messages right now that are talking about the stillness and the slowdown and the quiet time and the meditate. But I had never thought about 
how that can actually be a negative aspect for someone who is so used to going and then they have this abrupt stop, you know, where their going is actually a part of their industry and their profession in a good way and not necessarily like just the glorification of busyness and attempting to seem busy for the sake of it. So, I mean, that is a really great point. I, I, are there causes or resources for folks to ease into the slowdown if they're used to kind of living in that fast paced world? Oh goodness. Um, not that I am aware of currently, um, but I would, I'm sure that there are, again, there are so many resources. The industry really has done a good job of um, creating different industry groups, uh, bringing in different experts, um, having mental health um, experts available to talk to, you know, through things, you know, like the National Restaurant Association and things like that. So I would assume that, yes, there are, you know, um, people out there that can help with that. I'm just not aware of them right now. Okay. Okay. And, you know, speaking of thought leadership and subject matter experts, you are in fact also a thought leader um, in this space and, you know, you, you're consulting and you're working with folks on strategy. Tell us a little bit about the work that you're actually doing um, through your company. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a definitely a very interesting time um, consulting in the food and beverage industry <laughs> right now with it uh, changing so much. Uh, but I've been lucky to um, work with some great clients, I'm still very close with Red Bull, uh, working on um, projects for them on strategy and presentations and just things across the board. Um, and then also you know, helping some startup brands, uh, you know, where they've maybe been faced with some challenges and have had to lay off people where then I can kind of come in um, and just su- support them where they they need it and help them again with their strategy and how they're going to kind of navigate through COVID and what they look like as a company once we come out of this mess. So. So what's your, what's your client roster like? Like you mentioned working with Red Bull um, and that's, you know, obviously an energy drink and not like a, a, a restaurant or things like that. So t- give us a, an idea of like the types of people you're working with. Uh, sure. So I, you know, also work with some liquor brands. Um, so Papa's Pilar Rum uh, would be one. Um, some of the new kind of uh, mixed seltzers or, you know, pre-canned um, mixed beverages. And then also diving into the world of food, which is super interesting, um, and doing some work for some food suppliers and food groups. Wow. So, I mean, now, you know, and obviously this is a hot topic, all things like what's going on in the pandemic versus, you know, what, what was happening before. Have you found that you've had to make changes or pivot or readjust even the work that you're doing um, because of everything that's happening right now? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, so being in sales and food and beverage right now is, is extremely tough in general. I mean, it's, it's very hard to go to a restaurant that is, you know, suffering, um, and trying to sell them a new product. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
it is one about relationship management. It's about where can you add value outside of just providing a product um, and, and just really being respectful of the whole situation that's going on and, you know, really looking forward to, okay, when this, uh, you know, whatever our new normal is, is here, um, you know, how are you going to then set up for success and then how are you going to, you know, pitch your products? What's your sales force going to look like? Things like that. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's just so many things that are changing and it's all kind of happening at a very fast pace. And then even the uncertainty, you know, like we don't actually know what we're up against as we continue to deal and, and navigate. And so, you know, beyond being active and some of the personal things that you're doing, like working out and the time with your family, you know, if someone out there is thinking, Hey, you know, this is my industry. Um, this is the space that I'm in. I need a tip. I need a direct action item of what to do. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Oh goodness. I mean, I think, it doesn't matter really what industry you are in. Um, I think right now, just with everything going on, the biggest tip I could tell someone is to remember the blessings that they do have and to be grateful. Because if you have that grateful heart every day, it just, it starts you with positivity, right? And it keeps you focused on the things that matter and all the good things that um, that you do have in your life so that um, you're focused on those and you can build off of those instead of going down kind of that negativity hole that can be really, really easy to do during these times. Yeah. I mean, the, the act of gratitude is so powerful. Um, and also I think it's one of the first things that we forget to do, um, in all the powerfulness <laughs> of it, you know, um, is there something that you do like affirmations or writing down what you're grateful for or any, any like ritualistic or routine things that you do to keep gratitude at the forefront? Um, so I'm big into prayer. I pray every night and that I was just taught when I was younger that that's how you start your prayer is just kind of listing everything to God that you're thankful for, mm -hmm. um, for during that day or um, just in general all of the, the blessings. And so I go through those again, just through prayer every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. And then it's at the end of the day. And you have a whole list of things, you know, that are top of mind that you can think about. I've actually tried something similar in the mornings, but ironically, I I can't muster up, in my opinion, enough to list like things that I'm grateful for first thing in the morning, you know, beyond the stereotypical, I'm, I'm grateful that I woke up today, you yeah. know, so, <laughs> so, you know, I, I want it to be more intentional. So I'm definitely going to adapt that and you know, I also pray before I go to bed, but a lot of times I don't necessarily start with the things I'm grateful for. So I think that that's a great tip. And if folks wanted to continue to stay in contact with you or talk further with you, whether it's business opportunities or, you know, anything under the sun, what's the best way to connect with you? 
Um, sure. Well, so I have a website. It's DanaMichelleConsulting.com and all of my contact information um, can be found there. Um, and then, of course, through social media on Instagram, um, you can follow me at Dana M. Moody or Dana Michelle Consulting. And then if you love dogs, uh, uh, Bowie Barks <laughs> uh, is our, our puppy uh, Instagram as well. So love that. <laughs> I love how our love for our furry family members shows up in <laughs> on oh, <yes>. social media. <laughs> well, thank you, Dana, so much. Um, this has been such a great conversation. I mean, I personally have taken away so many nuggets um, and reminders. You know, I think that that's what it's really all about when we're on our being balanced journey is that sometimes we just need a little nudge um, and just a little reminder of the things that are most important and the things that we need to prioritize. And, you know, you have given us so many gems. And so I'm so grateful for your time and for sharing this space with us. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you again for having me. I really enjoyed it.